0: Independent. Expressive of a spirit of independence. Self-confident. Unconstrained. Good evening and welcome to Independence Day and happy early Thanksgiving. Independence Day is the show that examines the changing face of the music business and the people who are doing the changing. Independence Day brings you independent artists, producers, and music industry visionaries with in-depth interviews, live performances, and inside information without hype and direct from the artists who practice their craft. Tonight on Independence Day, we are very happy to have Broke Down in Bakersfield, in some circles, the names Merle, Buck, and Graham don't require surnames. They're patron saints of a style of music that continues to inspire countless imitators, and although imitation may be the sincerest form of flattery, Broke Down in Bakersfield is no cheap knockoff. Assembled from the cream of the crop of Bay Area musicians, the six-piece band's set list reads like the whiskey-stained jukebox selection of a honky-tonk in Nashville circa 1972, and they approach these classic songs with nothing less than reverence. All the key elements are here. Two Steps, Scully Shirts, Weepy Pedal Steel Guitar, Tear-Jerking Harmonies, and Snappy Telecaster Chicken Pickin'. The band is fronted by the husband and wife duo of Mother Hips frontman Tim Bloom and Grambler's Shantouse Nikki Bloom, and the Bearded Bloom's laconic baritone blends perfectly with his wife's breathy and respectful channeling of Loretta Lynn. Backing them up on Telecaster is Twanger Scott Law and Lebo, Steve Adams, and Dave Brogan from the funky San Francisco band ALO. Listening to this band's amped-up take on classic country brings to mind another adage, if you're going to steal, steal from the best, or better steal, just be the best. Welcome to Independence Day, Broke Down in Bakersfield.
1: Thanks, Joe. Thanks, it's good Joe.
0: Awesome. Once more with feeling, it's an honor to have you guys here, and you guys are on the road. So what night is this of your, your leg here?
1: This is the third night of, of this tour.
0: Yeah, and how long will you be out this time?
1: Um, it's about two weeks, just shy of two yeah. weeks. I think it's ten
0: shows. Yeah, and and you guys don't have a whole lot of shows under your belt to begin with, right? This is kind of a new thing. The paint is still wet on the posters. Yeah, Yeah. we can count them on on one hand so far. Yeah, and that's impressive considering, uh, you know, given that this is your sixth or seventh show or whatever you're going to be playing tonight, two of those first several shows, one of them was at the High Sierra Music Festival, which is a wonderful place to see a band, and also the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival, one of my favorite places to see a band ever. I mean, it's beautiful there. So, I mean, how is it that you started out... At this level, it's like you skipped the whole BS phase of being in well, a band. All played, we've all yeah. played
1: a couple shows just with our own projects. Yeah. You know?
2: We've all had our share of BS. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: You've paid your dues. Yeah.
2: Let's make that
1: clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah because your history, uh, Tim, you've got uh, Mother Hips, yeah. which is, you know, you, I, I've seen you guys play a couple times before. Uh, Red Tandy, incidentally, is like one of my, it's, it, that song every time it comes up on my iPod, it just kicks me right oh, in, the, in the guts in that's a really cool. great way so bully for that man thank you i forgot about that song. and how like first the first question i have for you guys whose idea was this because it was a brilliant idea i need to know where to send the fruit <laughs> basket because this is a great thing well
3: we I, and, this, I and,
0: and when you're talking say your name so there's a lot of people okay. here so this is this is lebo yeah
3: my name's lebo and yeah i mean i this is a just something that i mean we kind of been talking about because we're all friends we've been talking about it for a while um it's just all music that we love we've loved and we you know we're into it and wanted to like kind of dig deeper inside of it i yeah. almost think of it part of partially that way like just as sort of a, a you know a bit of a journey into something and what yeah. better way to just jump in and really okay really do it so for the thing at high sierra we had a cool opportunity where uh where we got a spot where we could put a show together for them um it was like a sunday saturday afternoon something like saturday, that yeah. yeah could get like an hour and a half set so we just start talking about all the tunes we love and yeah you know talking about what we'd like to do with it and yeah exactly and this is What's, what came out and then i think i mean i think we all knew it was going to be cool but but when we walked off the stage we were like oh we got to do this more yeah so, we had no
1: idea that it, we thought it was just like a one off thing yeah. just for fun and it went so well it was such an auspicious mm-hmm. beginning that that uh we really had no choice but mm-hmm. to um,
3: yeah
0: do it more yeah. yeah
3: and in a cool way too like it it was it's a neat thing i think we've all done lots of bands where you're like got this vision and you're like pounding the pavement with it I gotta say this has been pretty easy in that we did that first show um, and people just have had a lot of interest yeah. in it so it's been real nice on our end I know you like you know what I mean we've all spent a lot of time trying yeah. to force bands into spots and this and that and yeah, it's been yeah, nice yeah. And I don't think
0: we've been trying too hard with it it's just all been it's, coming it's coming wonderful together. when it happens organically like yeah. that, that's the way you feel like it should always happen yeah, and when it so does nice. happen that way it's kind of it's, it's almost like yeah. wait What's your, you're exactly weird right. About it's this. <laughs> this is going too well. So let's, let's toss yeah. to a track. You guys actually don't have a lot of stuff pre recorded because, like I said, the ink's still wet in the posters. Um, but the band sounds fantastic right out of the gate. But I want to give people a little taste of what you guys are about. So I've got some recordings. Uh, Michael, your production guy and audio guy, was kind enough to send me some some music um, from some of the live tracks that you guys have played, or live shows rather. Um, so the first thing we're going to toss to here, this is a track, this is a Luxury Liner, this is a Graham Parsons song, and this is from the High Sierra Music Festival. So let's give a listen to this on Independence Day.
3: This song's like a train that doesn't uh-huh. stop, so uh-huh. look out.
4: Luxury Liner, 40 tons of steel, no one in the whole wide world no I feel I've been a long-lost soul for a long-lost time. Yeah, I've
5: been around, everybody.
0: And that broke down in Bakersfield, playing the Graham Parsons track Luxury Liner at the High Sierra Music Festival. This was just this last summer, correct?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: And did you guys have, uh, did you already have a name picked out for this kind of ad hoc show that you did, or did you just kind yeah. of go do the show?
3: Yeah, we, uh, we talked about the tunes. You know, again, it's something where where it's something we've been wanting to do for a while, but it was really just at that level of wanting to do it for a long time, like over a year, I'd say. Uh Um, And then with this opportunity coming, it was cool because it sort of framed everything. It was like, okay, let's actually get a list of tunes. Let's get a group of musicians and... I mean, I, I think we can all agree that yeah. none of us would rather be doing this with anyone else. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, was...
0: and let's introduce everybody so we know—you know—everybody knows who we're dealing with here. And we'll just just go in a circle. Sitting to my right, closest to me, the lovely Nikki Bloom, Mrs. Bloom, um, and just say hello, introduce yourself. Hello. And and how did how did you get wrapped up in this whole thing? I mean, you're you're dating somebody in the band, at least.
6: Yes, that's true. Well, we're more than dating; we're married pretty serious,
5: dude. It's yeah. serious
0: now. <laughs> It's very cute. Like, you guys can't see this out there in radio world, but it's like the cutest thing I've ever seen. The two of you are like sitting next to each other with like your arms on your your knees. Yeah. And it's very, very, I love it. It's fantastic. You know, we got the Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow coming up. So it's it's a family time. We're having family time here in our studio. And and so, but and how did you get pulled into this? Because you've got your own thing going too, musically, right?
6: Yeah, I do. Um, I got pulled into the whole music world because of Tim. Um... It was pretty random how it happened. He just heard me singing at a party, and it's kind of been a straight shot since then. And um, I don't know. Lebo asked me, and I said, (laughs) yes. I love singing these songs, and it's really fun to sing harmonies, and I'll do, you know, whatever musical project as long as the
0: music's good. Yeah, exactly. And next to you... Yeah, as some people said the better half or the worse half and she's your better half or right? on who you ask. Depends on who you, you most ask. Most people say worse. Yeah. And this is this is Tim Bloom, so head say hello Tim.
1: I'm, I'm Tim Bloom and um, I am married to Nikki Bloom, sitting to my left. And um yeah, like Lebo had had this idea. Because he was playing pedal steel. Mm-hmm. I think Lebo just wanted it.
3: That's kind of uh, the truth. Yeah, uh, An excuse to play more <laughs> yep.
1: pedal steel. Yep. <laughs> but we talk about a lot of stuff. Everyone has a lot of ideas, and most of them never happen because we're all so busy in our own yeah. stuff. I mean, there's four, at least there's maybe five or six bands represented among the, the members in this room, and they're all working really hard. So the, the scheduling can be... yeah prohibitive it usually is but Mm -hmm. this this just took off and um the mother hips booking agent took this project on which made it a little simpler and it's also nikki's booking agent so Uh that simplified some stuff Mm -hmm. for some of the bands at least but
0: yeah. Well, it's easier because it's not one booking person calling another another booking person in Turf Wars and, yeah. you know, when can we put yeah. this band in? If everybody's kind of in the same, you know, group friend set and and group mm-hmm. of bands. like You know, that's the way my bands are here in L.A. too. Like, everybody kind of knows everybody else. and But every three years, it's like musical chairs. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. gets up and rotates around. And the next thing you know, yeah. it's all one band. You know, like Spinal Tap, you might as well join up. Yeah. You know?
3: That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Cause it's true. Like, the whole team, because it's like... Your guy's booking agent, and then the hips manager and the ALO manager are sort of co-managing this yeah. band. Yeah. So it does kind of keep a lot of stuff in the loop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. cool. So next we have, uh, we're kind of still, still, with a band this big, it takes like 20 minutes to introduce everybody. <laughs> next we have Mr. Scott Law, who's a Telecaster player uh, par you know par excellence, man. I saw a show recently at the Mint. It was fantastic up here, you know, down in LA. You guys are all Bay Area based. Um, so Scott, please say hello. Introduce yourself.
2: Hi. I'm Scott Law.
0: Yeah, and, and man, did you, did you sell your soul to the devil to get those, t- those telly <laughs> yeah. licks, man? Like...
2: <laughs> he is the devil. <laughs> well, <laughs> the irony of it is that I've only been, that's only the, like, I've not played Telecaster, really, for very long, yeah. but I played a lot of bluegrass. Okay. I'm really now, uh, and I've been playing with Daryl Anger, the great pioneering fiddler, uh, originally from the David Grisman Quintet, Turtle Island, and Psycho I've been doing a lot of, Flat picking, acoustic music, progressive stuff. So it's kind of... When Lebo called me to do this gig, um, I was so thrilled because I love this music. I grew up with this music, but I've never really gotten a chance to play it. Yeah. But the caveat was you can't play... You have to play yeah. Telecaster. Yeah, <laughs> it was like... Uh, was like part,
0: I part of, <laughs> that was part of the contract, right? That you was had to part buy it. a tele. I get it,
2: man. I was all down with it. Yeah. I was so grateful. And um, yeah, so actually I just got my first... You know, I've had a few Telecasters that I wasn't able to settle into, and I think the one I got's a keeper. Yeah. And I just got it really because I love this band. I want to rock it, yeah, yeah. you know, and do it right, so.
0: Indeed, and yeah. excellent playing man. The, the flat-picking licks, they transfer very well to Tele. It's It's Thanks. a similar style, and it's, they, it's they excellent. really
2: do. And I'm learning some other tricks, too, as I go kind of really, yeah. you know, listen to the old guys and listening to some Danny Gatton and trying to kind of uh, understand yeah. some of the other options, you know. And it all relates to banjo and... Other areas of yeah. uh, the, the kind of bluegrass and mountain music. There's like a whole
0: I'm host into. of players who are wicked like that. You know, Pete Anderson, Duke Levine, Danny Gatton. There's a lot that's of story nice. telly players, man. And you certainly hold your own. So well, thanks. That's, yeah. it's, I love hearing it.
3: Clarence White's my my uh,
0: favorite.
3: yeah, yeah. Which which now you got something in common too because he was such an uh, acoustic flat picker. Yeah, I mean,
0: Same yeah,
2: story. Yeah. I loved him on you know. Yeah. I
3: love him in both worlds, so I love his playing.
0: So. Okay, let's play another track, and we'll come back and we'll meet the other half of this band. We've got three more people to meet here, but I want to get some more music in. This next song we've got here queued up for you is this is a Merle Haggard song, which is kind of like your stock and trade, I think. Uh, this is "Swinging Doors," the classic Merle tune. This is also this is from the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass festival. So this would have been the, the I was at that show. This is the first time I heard you guys live was at this show. So let's roll with this. Mm-hmm. This is "Swinging Doors." Merle Haggard broke down in Bakersfield on Independence Day.
7: Old smoke filled bar, something I'm not used to. I gave up my home to see you satisfied, and I just called to let you know where I'll be living. It's not much, but I feel welcome. Style. And I've got swinging doors, a jukebox and a bar stool My new home has flashing neon sign so Stop by and see me anytime you want to Cause I'm always here at home till closing time I've got it Drive me crazy. I've got everything I need to lose my mind and in here the atmosphere just right for heartache. Thanks to you, I'm always here till closing time. I've got swinging doors, a jukebox, and a bar stool. My new home has a flashing neon sign. Stop by and see me anytime you want to. i I'm always here at home. Yeah, I'm always here alone till close in time
0: And that broke down in Bakersfield. I could not be happier to have you guys in the studio here tonight. That is the classic Merle Haggard song, Swinging Doors. And while that was playing, they informed me that, that was the first time they've ever played this song. So how about that? Excellent work, that. ladies and gentlemen. Right. Lady and gentlemen, and I use I use that term loosely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> guys are on tour living in a van. So rock and roll and twang and roll and, and whatever it is, it's excellent. And we love having you guys. So we were in the process of introducing everybody, so we've got three more members of this band to meet. So this we've talked we've heard from you already, Leo. Yeah. You know my huh. story at exactly. This point. We know your story. So, <laughs> so least, you know, <laughs> say say hello, Lebo. Hi, my name's Lebo. And you played today. You're playing Weisenborn. I'm
3: playing this Weisenborn, yeah, because we we kind of decided to do a more stripped down, acoustic thing yeah. in the studio. And but was, normally I play pedal steel.
0: Yeah, Weisenborn kind of like a hybridized Dobro slash lap yeah. steel. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, ben Harper. Yes, his, that's his like namesake. Like, yeah, you know, Weisenborn. it's kind of
3: cool to have this uh, down here in Los Angeles area because. Uh, uh, it's, it was made in the 1920s here um, in Los Angeles, and this may be, for all I know, the first time it's come back here since oh,
0: the 1920s. Coming home again. Yes, oh, that's kind of cool. Buddy. Yeah, welcome home. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and next, over here on bass, playing the classic old, my. as far as I'm concerned, you can't be a better bass player than playing an old P bass. Mm. Like for me, bass begins and ends with the old P bass, at least for electric bass. So you've got, what year is this thing you've got? And you are, this is Steve Adams. Yeah, I'm Steve Adams, playing bass with Broke Down. Um, it's a 74 P bass. Is it older yeah. than you? It's one year older than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the oldest instrument I have, I have a, an accordion that's pre-World War II. It belonged to a soldier in World oh, War II who was killed in World War II. So wow. I was like, I've got this accordion with ghosts in it. Do you play it. it? I do. Cool. I, do. I nice. hack. I hack at it. You know, I'm not like the Polka Master 2000 with it both sides. There's like a hundred and some bass 100? buttons on the yeah. left side. Do
5: the reeds dry up on those things? Or
0: you reside? know, I took it. It's funny you should say that I took it to a place to get it tuned. Because it was, you know, that's kind of their that's their thing. Accordions are always a little out. And I I walked in the back room to like use their washroom while I was there. And it was a kid with a guitar tuner, it wasn't even a strobe tuner, who had like a Dremel grinding tool, grinding on the reeds, and I was like, Oh my God, I've got to get this thing out of here. If that's how they're tuning it, this is not how this is not what I'm paying for. So but it came out more or less okay. Exactly. And last but certainly not least, on the drums, Mr. Dave Brogan. Say hello, Dave. Howdy. And then what's your history? What brought you to this band? What brought you to this experience?
8: Well actually I was just thinking about it. Lebo was kind of kicking around this idea longer than the band's really even been playing. It, it mm-hmm. was really, he first told me about it a long time ago. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, we should do a we should do a country band." I was like, "Oh, that's that sounds cool." And yeah, <laughs> I've got some of my family has is is had had some involvement in country music in the 60s and 70s. And he's he's like, "Well, we should get the." the blooms is sing. I was like, well, that sounds great. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm
8: in, I'm in. You know,
5: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Now we
8: should do like Bakersfield country music. And that spoke to me cause I uh, grew up close to Bakersfield. So
3: yeah. Yeah. Bro- and, Brogan's kind of the most legit. Yeah. I, I sort of just
8: stuck around and kept asking him about it. Like, are we going to do that
0: country thing? <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Finally the opportunity for yeah. us here, I came up and.
0: And, and you do it right, man. I mean, I saw you guys play at the Mint recently, and you do something which I also I think is, is great when drummers do is you had like a kick and a snare yeah. and a hat. And a ride symbol, like a ride crash, yeah. and you know, it's like you can. It, it, it's it's the hallmark of a great musician to do a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. You don't need twenty seven hundred symbols and yeah. gongs on fire and all this crazy <laughs> stuff to like be a badass player. Yeah. So good work, man. Thanks. I dig it. And I and incidentally, if you ever if you ever looking for something other than a music job, your voice is fantastic. For like, you could do cartoon voices all day yeah, long. Yeah, voiceover kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff.
8: Like, yeah, who was the guy in the Disney movies? Uh, Sterling, Summer mm-hmm. He did like. Yeah, and owl.
0: Eeyore. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
3: the owl too. Yeah, yeah. Like I yes. bet your.
0: I bet your falsetto would do a wicked Winnie the Pooh itself. Actually. Wow. Work on that. Yeah, Try. come. Well, right, you know, next time we have <laughs> you, work on that. You know, <laughs> say something about Mr. Piglet, Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? That's, that's, that's pretty good, man. And I'm telling you, don't don't give up your day job or your night job. You've got a, you've got a Find story. Find an agent. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, we're in L. LA <laughs> like a. now. We're in L. A. You,
0: you can't <laughs> kick talk. Just, just go to Starbucks and just say, hey, I need an agent. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Anyway, all right. Some more music. So this is more. This, now, now, Tim and Nikki, you guys did a record. How long ago was this duets record you did?
1: Oh, we made it real recently we were um we got offered some tour dates back east just as the duet and we really wanted to have a, a an album that represented what we were playing on that tour so we put it together in, in a real quick amount of time i have we we have a recording studio in san francisco uh-huh. so we were able to just go in there and
0: make it real quick
1: so it's it's only been out for like We've only been had it available for a month.
0: Oh, okay. So it's bits bit, like brand new as well. It,
1: it came out officially on November.
0: 15th. Okay, cool. Very very nice. And so this, how how elemental is this? Is it just you it's, and the guitar? It's like it's one extremely mic. Extremely
1: elemental. Yeah, we just stood around a, an omni microphone. I think there was a little a little condenser mic pointed at the guitar, but it was we were basically just facing each other into an omni, um, uh-huh. like a U47. Okay.
0: Played the song, and is this a combination of originals and some covers, or is it mostly originals? Yeah, it's a combination. Yeah, okay, a
1: couple songs that have been released on some of our other records, and a Louvin Brothers tune, and then some songs that we wrote okay. specifically for that. Cool.
0: Let's hear a little bit, a little bit of this, and in just a few minutes, we're going to have you guys play live in the studio. I am very, very much looking forward to that. So, and this is the track. Stick with me. Tell me just a real quick, what's a description of this? What's this about? This stick with me track from the duets record.
6: Um, I I kind of think this song actually closely re. Represents just our life. It's um, uh-huh. I don't know. We played it once to a, a group of campers, and it was the first song we played. And they said, "I'm so glad you played that song first because it just painted a picture of what the two of you are." And I thought that was cool. So
0: that's a beautiful thing. That's a wonder. And if you ever have room at your campsite, man, you, we were talking before the show. You're Yosemite junkies like I am. Yeah. If you ever got room, drop me a line. i I'll, I'll be. I'm five hours away, man. I'll be up there with my dog and my truck and all my gear. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, inviting bring your my, cooler. Yeah, bring your cooler. Like, uh, you know, there's nothing like scotch around a campfire. That's like my favorite thing. The smokiness of the scotch. Anyway, <laughs> I dig I digress. I'm always yeah. I'm off to scotch. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking about Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, I very well may have some scotch tomorrow. Mm. Anyway, so this is the track stick with me. This is Tim Bloom, Nikki Bloom, their record duets on Independence Day.
1: One, two, three. <laughs>
7: said it was going to be easy to get our voices to blend. Peaceful feelings don't always come easy, but they're a means to an end.
5: shouts of victory come on kid you'll go far if you'll stick with me
7: we're not always in the fast lane only when we're late most of the time it's like they tell you hurry
5: Ooh, and our home team wins Ooh, and our family and friends are together again Just singing and dancing Oh, I don't want to hear doubts. I want to hear shouts of
0: Nikki Bloom, Tim Bloom, one of the mother hips, one of the is it the Gramblers? Is that how you yes. pronounce that? Yes. Okay, so lots of lots of uh, Bay Area music lineage represented here in our room tonight. We've got Broke Down in Bakersfield, fantastic band played recently here in LA and actually all over Southern California. We've got a list of their shows somewhere in the studio here, but we can talk about that. But those shows are all recently, but you've got more shows coming up and you're always we're looking forward to you coming back down to the LA area sometime soon that was the track Stick With Me so very very nice so I, I want to ask you guys you know with the material that you're playing it's mostly covers at this time and anybody can answer this just say your name so we know who we're dealing with there's it's like a jukebox almost you know I, I imagine like when I go to the shows I imagine going to a jukebox in Nashville in 1972 and my belt buckle's as big as my you know abdomen and I, I drop a quarter in and pick ten tunes and like these are the tunes that they that, that play and you guys are all playing these in a reverent fashion. So what was it that made you decide this song? Because there's so many songs. It's, they're almost like standards. And what made you pick these particular songs? I mean, I don't want to say they're low-hanging fruit, but like some of these are obvious, and some of these are less than obvious. And, and who decides these?
3: It's kind of as a group, right?
1: We just, it, it had to do with songs that we already knew, just because we, were, we didn't have a lot of time to rehearse initially. So we were kind of... Picking the ones that we all kind of knew, or that at least uh-huh. someone in the in mm-hmm. the band knew, mm-hmm. and then also just going through our record collections and just listening to things that would play to the strengths of of our particular
0: combo. Um, so, did did everybody in this group kind of have a hankering or a, like a penchant for this kind of music, mm-hmm. or, yeah. or was it From
2: some time or space or another? We've all yeah. I think had some. We all got some kind of hit off of it. Yeah. And when we came, uh, you know, like and this it's is Scott. been said, yeah, this is Scott here. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that was really, really amazing to me was that when we, I, I hadn't even met Tim and Nikki Literally. that first gig. Like I met Tim soundcheck. at Wall Soundcheck. walk
0: on stage, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I met Nikki the night before checking into the festival. But the, the the thing was is that we all showed up prepared and realized that we wanted to, you know, do right by the tunes and. We got off stage, and we all, it was unanimous, like, we have to do this again. Yeah. Like, we all got hit in the heart.
0: Yeah. Yep. You know, that's
2: what it felt like. I was just had goosebumps the whole time. Yeah, me
0: too. Mm. So, and that, that, you know, leads me to the next question, which is, you know, because of these songs, these are classic songs. They're part of the American canon. Like, do you, I mean, do you even have to, I mean, you must rehearse a little bit, but do you have to at all? Like, you just like, hey, we're doing, you know, Mama Tried and A, and then just go. Like how much how much do you have to rearrange stuff once you all get together? We try not to rearrange it at all. We try to we try to find the definitive version of it and
1: just play it as as faithfully as possible. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the charter of this band, I would say. Is to try to play it as as straight as as we can. Yeah, and the the
0: word that comes to my mind is like reverence. Mm -hmm. You guys you guys don't just like this kind of music. You might have iPods full of it, but there's a reverence here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're you're doing kind of your own take on it, but also You know, you're not reinventing the wheel, certainly, but it's a great wheel. It doesn't need to be, you know, you don't need an acid rock version of Mom and Tried. You just, a reverent version is excellent.
3: Yeah. Yeah. One word we were talking about, too, the other day, is almost like the word revival. Yeah. Also, because it's sort of like this, this this music has a lot of life to it. Yeah. And especially for us, it's cool to like bring it, bring it to life each night in shows or, you know, when we're in here, recording track with you, you know.
0: You guys are amped up. I mean, you're all acoustic here in the show uh, with the exception of the bass today. So, um, you know, but you're amped up a little bit. You know, you've maybe turned the volume up. You know, we recently had Nigel Tufnell Day earlier this month (laughs) and everybody talking about going to 11. It's like maybe you're not an 11, but you're definitely going from like four to six.
3: There's an amazing uh, restraint in this music, which I think is one of the big things for us coming from all our rock and roll yeah. Years of rock and roll bands where it's kind of all about not having restraint, you know, right. at least that's what crowd scene respond yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. So but this music to to do it, you know, in the right way, I think yeah. that's, that's been one of the really fun things. Yeah. But also the, the things that's real cool about it. you guys stay cool with it.
0: Yeah. And that's and again, it's like you guys are reverent in the way that you're doing this. So it's like everybody knows their role and everyone's playing their role very well. You know, like you with the very you know the kind of stripped down drum set and the the pretty straight up old school bass lines. Like every every part is there, and it, it's it's you know I I I feel like I'm gushing, but I I enjoy what you guys do so much. It's, it's it's so refreshing to see somebody doing something that references something old, but yet it's new, and it's just cool, you know. And I hope Ooh. the I hope the kids dig it because that's that's what we got to get yeah. to buy these records, man.
2: It seems like like it seems that the the crowds are really they're ready to hear this music yeah. again yeah, yeah it's, it's been yeah. the yeah. smiles and the yeah. and the just the like what you're saying is is people have been outpouring love yeah you know whenever we whenever we play and it's it's really a, a yeah. cool thing to experience
0: I think they're picking up on like the the purity of what it is mm-hmm. you know it's like you're not you're not like I said. You're not you're not taking something that's cool, already cool, and then turning on eleven, and then wearing, you know with rock hair. Like you guys are doing it the right, the cool <laughs> way. You know, and there's and when you play live, you know, watching you guys perform live, it's the music is in no way jazz, but the way that you approach the music is almost like jazz. Like you said, you walk on stage, you didn't really know these guys, but because there's a canon of material, there's standards. Like, it allows you to walk in and go, okay, there's a respect for this. And as long as everybody's got the same yeah. respect for this music, you can just blow through it. Yeah, you know, you know and what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really nice thing. Um, let's play just one more track, uh, and then we're going to come back, talk a little more, have you guys play live in the studio. <laughs> Happy early Thanksgiving. We have Broke Down in Bakersfield live in our studio, broadcasting live Lancer Radio from the campus of Pasadena City College in beautiful Pasadena, California. This is the track, Women's Prison from Broke Down in Bakersfield. So this music, you know, so much of it has such an emotional weight to it, you know, but you guys, the way you perform, it, it's still kind of lighthearted and fun. Like, how do you balance this tear in my beer, my wife left, my dog left, all the cliches of country music. Like, how do you carry that weight and still make it fun? I I think about that because I like a lot of like kind of what is maudlin music, you know, but I'm very happy about it. You know, I, I love listening to depressing music because it, it somehow it makes me happy. I well, don't know isn't what that, it is. That's
3: kind of the thing. It's like sort of the counterbalance, right? Like, yeah. like when something's hard or you're sad or you're having yeah. trouble with something, like the music. So this is what we're discussing in the music, but the yeah. music is actually the remedy to feel better. Yeah, it's joyful. Yeah, it's right. Like the blues. the blues. Blues is nothing totally but a good yeah. man feeling bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, you
2: go back to Bill Monroe. You know, a lot uh-huh. of the the, uh, which is you know, very influential. On all of American music since the 1940s, you know, Bill's whole trick, though, if you get into learning that stuff, it's like he'd be talking about really, really depressing stuff. Yeah but it's all major keys yeah. and major right. sounding and it's melodies. Fast. And it's, again, it's that thing in art, you know, it's a juxtaposition. Uh-huh. You know? It's like the rub. What's yeah, the yeah. rub?
0: Exactly, exactly. And this next question is for you, Nikki. I'm very curious. Like, you know, being the only girl, woman in the band, like a lot of focus is probably put on you because there's so many great female country singers that you're kind of channeling. Like, you know, like with Tammy and Patsy, like what, what is it that you find in their music that allows you to contribute something of your own? Or like, how do you feel carrying that mantle?
6: Um, I have a lot of respect for all those women and, um, you know, it's certainly doing my own version. I would never try to, you know, be them, although that would be cool. Um, (laughs) but I think the strength that, that they had and, you know, certainly Loretta Lynn and her story, um, is just inspiring. And I, I like women that are strong and kind of say it like it is and yeah. You know, we do that song "Divorce" Tammy yeah. Wynette, and you know, I think that song was pretty um, racy at its time, and and it's brave to sing songs like that, um, and to just let other women know that that's okay, and there's, you know, yeah, you can be a strong woman. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think a, a lot of those country singers were that way and, and i look up to that a lot
0: especially i mean it was, a, it was a boys club then like how is what's it like to be in a band of all guys like a boys club and almost 2012 what's it what's it like
6: um well having two older brothers was probably really good training for me um and all these guys are so nice so it's easy
0: yeah that's it yeah. that's it that's an such an important facet for a band that people who are outside of music don't understand it's like you might sometimes when you're putting a band together you might take the second best guitar player because he's not a jerk <laughs> and you're gonna have to ride around in a van with this guy, you know? Okay, and I'll direct this to Tim and Nikki. You know, being that you know, how do you deal with the fact that you are married and you've got this musical thing and it's kind of turning into a band thing, which is a whole other thing? Like, does it affect your relationship? Does the does your relationship affect the band? Like, how how does that piece together? Like, how does it work? Is there more friction, less friction? Uh, well, we get no along, friction. We get along
1: pretty darn well. I mean, I. I being in a band with anyone, whether whether they're a, your spouse or not, is a lot like being married. I mean, it's it's a complicated relationship, and um, it's it's. I don't know. It's interesting. It's different, obviously, because we're we're romantically attached to each other. But um, you know, it has its challenges. But it also makes it easier. We spend a lot of time together, which is yeah. a blessing.
0: Well, they've, they've said if you, if you really want to spend a lot of time with your spouse, don't marry them, work with them, because that's where you spend all yeah, your time, is serious, working. So serious. you guys seem to have the best of both worlds, so that's fantastic. Yeah, it's nice. So I, I'm, I'm envious. Awesome. Great. So uh, let's, let's hear some live music. You guys are here in our studio. Again, this is you're listening to Independence Day. My name is Joe Armstrong, your host every Wednesday night here on Lancer Radio. We have Broke Down in Bakersfield, up from the Bay Area, or down from the Bay Area, I should say, and they're going to play something live for us in the studio. What's this going to be? Uh, We're going to play a Merle Haggard song called Mama Tried. All right. Well, lay it on us.
7: The first thing I remember knowing Was a lonesome whistle blowing And a youngin's dream of growing up to ride On a freight train leaving town not knowing where I'm bound No one could steer me right, but Mama tried One and only rebel child From a family meek and mild My Mama seemed to know what lay in store Despite all my Sunday learning Toward the bad I kept on turning Till Mama couldn't hold me anymore I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole No one could steer me right, but mama tried Mama tried, mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame, cause mama tried Your old daddy rest his soul Left my mom a heavy load She tried so very hard to fill his shoes Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right but I refused I turned 21 in prison, in life without parole Steer me right, but mama tried, mama tried, mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied That leaves only me to play, cause mama tried.
0: That broke down in Bakersfield. An honor to have them here in our studios in Pasadena. Awesome. And that was the classic Merle track, Merle Haggard. We saw him up at the Harley Strictly Festival, too. He was good stuff, man. You can't, they don't, they don't make him like that anymore. No. They don't write them like that anymore, no. either. So that was excellent. Awesome. We're going to get to some more music here in just a second. But I'm curious, the next song that you're going to play, I believe, is an original song. Tim, you do some writing. I mean, I imagine everybody kind of, you know, does lots of music in this room. So everybody does writing to a certain extent. But you being, you know, Mother Hips um, as as a writer, performer, um, when you bring your original material in this setting for this band, you know, how do you, you've got these new songs in with all these old songs, but they blend, like they match. How do you approach that as a writer, as a performer?
1: Well, I mean, you don't always know that they are. I mean, I wouldn't claim that they do or not. I hope they do. But um, it was nice of all these guys to agree to put those songs into the set. Um, that The song that we're about to play is called Unforget Aboutable. And I wrote it with this band in mind because I, I, um, I, I just tried to make it sound like a Buck Owens tune or yeah. something like that.
0: So it's conscious You when you set out to write oh, something. Yeah, you, you, you honestly, it's not like you just wrote a song and then you... Give it to them and play it in the style. You thought of it from the get-go. Yeah, absolutely. It was conceptual. Okay. Very, very nice. And then you guys approach it basically like you'd approach a buck tune or a gram tune or a merle tune. Yeah. Because all the pieces are in place. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. So what, let's let's hear it.
1: Okay. Yeah, this one's called Unforgettable. One. Sorry.
5: Three. It's undoubtable, unforgettable. In a barrel of oil I could not live without you It's astounded me How you came around
7: me me Word is out that we Will always be in love Mrs. Beck told me about you At the county fair Said I could not find A better woman anywhere Strong and kind and pretty with a loving mom and daddy By God, you, make the perfect match She did, didn't I? Did. It's undoubtable, unforgettable
5: I bet a barrel of oil I could not live without you
7: It's astounding me How you came around to me The word is out that we will always be
4: Caught that sparkle in your glance I knew that I would have a chance To live the love I was always dreaming of It's undoubtable, unforgettable A
5: bit of guernsey cow I could not live without you
7: It amazes me How your sweet love stays with me Word is that we will always be
0: Good aboutable, broke down in Bakersfield here on Independence Day. Excellent work, excellent, excellent work. And we've got just a couple more minutes here, but I've got just a couple more questions. And we've got one more song after this before you guys have to roll on out of here. What is, what is next? You know, you guys, because you're very new. You know, you just started kind of playing together under this moniker. You're doing. You did this whole tour, Southern California tour, a little bit in Nevada, you know, throughout uh, throughout November. But what's what's on the horizon? You guys going to do some go in the studio, do some recordings, you know, get out and do some shows farther afield. What's what's the plan? Is there a master plan?
3: Right now, I think we're just really enjoying this whole thing. That's sort of the main the main plan. But I, I think we we have some ideas to do some more touring. Um, you know, maybe some recording. We're working on live recordings of this tour uh-huh. we've been on. So. Just because this music has such a live feel, anyhow, it'd be it'd be cool to. Yeah, yeah. Like Steve uh, was saying that'd be a good idea, which I think we all agree with. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I really like too. We've been talking too some of these things like the original you just heard. It's really fun doing original <laughs> tunes that are very much in this style. So yeah. I could see um, some more of those creeping into the set too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. How many originals are there? With the, I mean, again, it's very, very new. But how many originals have you played to date uh, in this with this lineup?
1: Yeah, three or yes. four.
0: Yeah, and I imagine if if you have the reverence that I do for the original material, it's like even as a writer, you think what you're doing might be good, but like you're maybe even thinking, this is Merle Haggard, this is Buck Owens, this yeah. is Graham. Like I, yeah. I, I got to put my stuff in there somehow, yeah. but you must have to though.
2: It's really cool, kind of to have like a template to just sort yeah. of yeah. think about. You know, we have, it's a sound like to already kind of have a sound in mind. Yeah, and with musicians that work well together, and the singers, I mean, I just feel like we're in the presence of greatness here with oh. Tim and yeah, Nikki, yeah. and to be able to, you know, have like, there's, a, yeah. there's sort of a template to there's kind of template. work with, and so we can take that all kinds
0: of places, I think. It removes a whole level of stress. Right. You know, sure. what are we? Exactly. It's <laughs> no. not like it's not like identity? the identity is there. It's not like you're like you're setting out to make Sergeant Pepper in the it's it's a tabula rasa. Like you don't know what the brush is, you don't know what the paints are. You're not even yeah. sure if you're in the third dimension. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then but so this it's like you said, it's it's a comforting thing. Yeah. It
1: is. Yeah, I found it to be really refreshing and different than singing songs that you wrote um about yourself. Yeah. And even yeah. if they're not really about yourself, you're singing in the first person, and you made up the song, so the audience is led to believe that it's yeah. you. And with this, that that that's all gone, and we're just we're just yeah. playing
0: other people's songs, which for me has been really refreshing. Yeah, I, I can have a lot of fun with it. There's such a rich tradition to draw from, you know. You know, it, it removes that level of stress that like, Jesus, I have to come up with the hit single. Like these were <laughs> hit singles, you know are were are people still buy these i imagine i'd be very curious to see you know in 2011 going on 2012 what what's the what are the itunes sales for someone like merle or graham or buck or you know any of any of the old school cats like what i'd be very curious to find that out i'll get one of my interns on it Mm. (laughs) we'll get we'll get back to you guys about that. merle
1: Merle and buck owens sell a whole lot more than than graham parsons yeah for sure but I bet they still sell tons of records all the time.
0: Yeah. Graham's Graham's lineage, I think, was bigger than his actual footprint at the time. You know, the people that he's influenced. And and and, he's
1: still kind of more of a cult figure.
0: Yeah. We're talking about Graham Parsons, for those of you keeping score at home. And so, like I said, we've got Broke Down in Bakersfield. They've got one last song. We've got them uh, roped into playing live on the air here for us. Tell us what this is going to be, guys. Uh, This is, in fact, a Graham Parsons song. It's called In My Hour of Darkness. In My Hour of Darkness. And again, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for coming down uh, Making some time out you know, Taking time out from your tour Playing some songs with us here in the studio And I, I can't wait to hear a version of this Saw this at the Mint This is how you closed the show They did a really, really cool thing at the Mint show um, you know, they, went, they went back in the room for the encore And let me say a personal This is like a bone of contention I think if you're not clapping for an encore If the band comes back out You should have to leave yeah. It's a weird Southern California thing. I've noticed this more and more. at shows like people just stand there, like it's like some kind of entitlement Same that idea. the band has to come back and play the show. Like if you're if you're clapping, you know, okay, you've earned the encore, you know. But you guys did a, you guys did a fantastic thing with the encore. You, you you went back backstage, do your backstage thing, and you came back out and you didn't go on stage. You walked into the house acoustically and stood in the middle of the audience and everybody kind of gathered around, and you, you played the song fully unplugged and it was fantastic. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this again in our studio. Hey, we should say too if you're uh, if you find yourself in the San Francisco the audience uh, listeners that is if you find yourself in San Francisco tonight we'll be at Slim's. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Thanksgiving Eve, it's tonight. Very nice. And uh, come on out and see us live. Awesome. Everybody should. Everyone should. Yeah.
7: Once there was a young man Went driving through the night Hours and hours without a word Just his high beam lights Who'd have ever thought they'd built Such a deadly Denver band To be so strong To take so long As it did time of need Oh Lord, Grammy vision Oh Lord, Grammy's me Another young man safely struck His silver string guitar And he played for people everywhere Some say he was a star But he was just a country boy. His simple songs can play.
5: My time of need, oh, oh, oh
7: Lord, grant me vision, oh Lord, grant me speak in my hour of darkness, in my time of need, oh Lord, grant me vision.
0: Dave Brogan, Steve Adams, Scott Law, Dan Lebo-Lebowitz, Nikki Bloom, and Tim Bloom. They make up collectively. Broke down in Bakersfield, Bay Area-based band. Probably my favorite new band in San Francisco. Might even be my favorite band in San Francisco period right now. Good work, guys. Thank you so much. It's Thank been an you. absolute honor to have you come down to the studio. The music's beautiful. I wish you the best of luck in future endeavors, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours.
2: Yeah. Thank, Thank you, buddy. Joe. Back to it's you. It's been
0: an absolute pleasure. Thanks to Brooke Down in Bakersfield, as well as their technical and administrative staff, Michael Wilson and Jenna Leibowitz, also to the Independence Day staff, Dale Tanksley and Wayne Topinski, and to Valentina Rivera and engineer Victor Cornejo from Lancer Radio. For Independence Day, happy Thanksgiving. I'm Joe Armstrong. Be good to one another. <laughs>
7: Only you can make my dreams come true. Only you can turn my skies to blue.